the hurt, the wound that we've experienced in our past is hindering our ability to be successful. Now, some of you are already saying to me, well, I am successful and I still have a lot of past hurt. I'm not saying you can't be successful, but I do believe that you will not achieve your full potential, including the full uh, uh, amount of success that could be available to you uh, if you are harboring uh, or dealing still um, or not dealing with, but have past hurt um, that's either been done by you or to you. Welcome to Authentic Conversations. I'm your host, Ryan James Miller, and I believe the way to freedom, fulfillment, and success ultimately comes by living as the most authentic version of yourself. If you're ready to live the life you've dreamed of, you're in the right place. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Authentic Com... No, 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 no. This isn't just another episode. This is episode 200. Two zero zero, two hundred episodes in the books. It is incredible for me to think that uh, an idea I had back in May of 2018 has continued uh, to just be uh, just uh, just produce incredible fruit. Uh, really more than anything, it has produced some of the most incredible relationships and conversations I've ever had. Um, just recently, I recorded this episode uh, will uh, come out a few after you listen to this one. It's actually going to, I think, going to be episode... Episode number 204, I uh, had the privilege of interviewing uh, and, and, and just talking with John Eldridge, author of Wild at Heart, uh, Get Your Life Back, Resilient. He's just an incredible speaker. Um, but um, that's just one that's been fresh on my mind. Uh, so you'll hear that one coming up soon. But I've just had so many incredible conversations along the way. Uh, episode one uh, was with one of my best friends in the whole world, John Welches. He was back on episode 100 with my wife. Uh, my wife and I have recorded many, many episodes together. I've had dear friends and colleagues and complete strangers that turned into great friends uh, on this podcast. I will say that I'm pretty bummed uh, because episode 200 was supposed to be recorded with my beautiful wife, Michelle, again, uh, but she is currently at home suffering from a case of the sickies. Uh, she's not feeling well, uh, just congested. She's definitely doing better than she was yesterday, but it just wasn't uh, the time to have her on. And I would have delayed, but I've already pushed this episode recording off a few days, and my amazing podcast editing team was actually asking for the episode. So here I am. I decided to do it solo. I wanted to celebrate with her. We were going to talk uh, some about the highs of our life recently, but then also some of the challenges that we've been having, which is just in line with this idea that we just continue to be wounded uh, in the life that we're living in. But there's always opportunities from those wounds to become great um, so uh, Michelle will be back, uh, hopefully sooner than later to record that episode. Um, but for now, I'm solo, but I don't want to not celebrate. So if you are watching, you're going to see that behind me, I have 
this awesome cup uh, that I got from Boss Cat uh, Kitchen and Libations. Uh, they're here in Southern California. They're also in Texas. Uh, they've got multiple locations. I had John Reed, the CEO of Boss Cat, um, on uh, one of the founding partners of Boss Cat on, uh, the, uh, on the podcast about a year and a half ago. John and I have become good friends. Anyway, so I'm going to blow the dust out of this because it just feels like uh, it, it's pretty good because though it's a coffee cup, it says that a little bit of coffee, a whole lot of whiskey. Uh, it says that on the front and then Boss Cat's logo on the back. And it says whiskey on there a couple of times, or it says whiskey on there. It says libations on there. It's got a little bit of dust in the cup, uh, but whatever. It just looks like it's the right, it's the right cup to have. Uh, I'm going to taint my whiskey a little bit. Um, if you want to buy a gift for me, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, right now I'm actually going to, I'm going to crack a, a little bit of, I'm almost done with this bottle of Willet, uh, whiskey or bourbon. Um, it's awesome. I've really, really enjoyed it, but if you know anybody that knows anybody, I am looking for a bottle of Weller 12. Weller 12 specifically, it's my favorite um, uh, bourbon out there, my favorite whiskey out there. Uh, nothing to me comes close. Pappy is amazing, but way too expensive and out of my budget. So Weller 12 is it, but it's super hard to find. And I'm almost done with that bottle at home. And so if you know somebody that knows somebody that can get me a bottle, Hit me up, please, Ryan at RyanJamesMiller.com, uh, and I would uh, be more than happy to figure out a way to get it here. Clearly, we'll pay for that. Anyway, so for now, uh, I'm going to pour me just a little bit of Willet. Uh, I'm going to almost dust this bottle. I don't normally drink um, on a, what's today? On a Monday. Rarely, if ever, do I drink on a Monday, but it's episode 200. I drank on episode 100, so I'm going to go ahead and... Just sip on some whiskey, maybe a little bit of dust from inside the cup as I go. Okay, so five minutes in. What the heck are you talking about today, Ryan, other than the fact that it's 200 episodes in? By the way, thank you. Uh, you're part of the reason why I'm 200 episodes in. You're listening right now. So keep liking it. Keep sharing it uh, with other people. Share the uh, YouTube link. Share the Spotify link, the Apple Music link, whatever, whatever you're using to listen to your podcast. Please, uh, let me take a sip. Mm, that's still good. And it ain't too dusty. So <laughs> it's okay. Um, so anyway, so thank you. Thank you so much for supporting. Thank you so much for uh, just being a partner uh, in this journey that I'm on. Uh, and I'm really praying for just more incredible guests. Uh, part two of season three. And so I'll take a break here in a couple of weeks. Uh, and then we won't have episodes for about a month. And then when I come back, um, season part two of season three is going to be um, an overview and partial read through of my new book uh, that will be released here uh, in late summer. So I'm excited to do that. I'll interject some uh, some guests around those specific wounds and topics um, as I get to them. So I can't wait for that. So anyway, so I was sitting here. I needed to deliver an episode. Uh, to uh, to my amazing team, by the way, that is Story On. Story On is the team that has been editing, publishing uh, my podcast now for over a year, and they've just done an incredible job. So hit them up if you need some podcast uh, recording. Or, I mean, if you need some podcast editing and publishing, um, this podcast is proudly not sponsored by, but published by Story On. Uh, anyway, 
Um, so today, today I'm going to talk about a topic that uh, I have uh, addressed many different times, but it's on the back end of a discussion that I had with one of my clients earlier today. So we were talking, um, and uh, the name will remain nameless because I will be crushed by them uh, for for sharing this so so specifically, but or so quickly. But I just felt like it was an important topic to talk about, and it is uh, it is around this idea that um, our past hurt. The hurt, the wound that we've experienced in our past is hindering our ability to be successful. Now, some of you are already saying to me, well, I am successful and I still have a lot of past hurt. I'm not saying you can't be successful, but I do believe that you will not achieve your full potential, including the full uh, uh, amount of success that could be available to you uh, if you are harboring uh, or dealing still um, or not dealing with, but have past hurt um, that's either been done by you or to you. And so that's why I want to talk about it today. I, ju- I just think that um, we all want the best for ourselves, for our families, for our friends, for our communities. But there are certain things that we just, whether it's willful ignorance or um, just a, just no, no understanding of how to, uh, to deal with things that are necessary for us to truly achieve that success that we desire. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about, um, the fact that, um, your parents divorce when you were nine years old, or in my case, six, absolutely had a negative impact on your life. Not just then, but probably there is still some um, residual negative effect now. Um, That that broken relationship, that the time that somebody made fun of you and for the first time in your life, you you experienced body shame. Um, Those things are, are affecting you now. Um, the fact that maybe somebody, whether it was a teacher or a parent, told you that you would never amount to nothing, even though you think that that's fuel to prove them wrong, um, it's actually hindering your ability to be successful or as successful as you can be because you haven't completely dealt with it. Instead, you've tried to just bulldoze right through it. So past hurt could be a wound like that. It could be betrayal, rejection, failure. There are so many past, or there are so many ways that we are wounded by others or by ourselves. And I'm no psychologist, though I've done a, a significant amount of study around the psychology of human beings. Um, tons of studies show that childhood trauma impacts adult outcomes. We know that this affects our relationships. We know that this affects our our parenting. Um, Childhood trauma just has a way of affecting so many things. But it's not just in in your childhood that you could have experienced a wound that you're still dealing with now. It could have been three years ago. It could have been 10 years ago. Um, There's just so many ways and seasons in which we are wounded and Uh, We typically don't do a good job of dealing with them. So 
I just want to talk about, uh, there's a lot, but I want to talk about three, uh, three ways um, that uh, we see um, uh, past hurt haunting us in the present, therefore hindering our ability to be successful. So the first one uh, is emotional baggage. Um, emotional baggage can, can refer to um, all kinds of um, unresolved trauma, emotional trauma that we carry from past experiences. Um, these things are limiting our ability to be present or to be engaged in the present. We cannot fully engage our minds now if there is baggage that's taking up a part of our brain. It's just not possible. It would be like trying to fill a cup all the way up uh, that is 90% of the way filled up. Um, if you had a cup's worth of water, but the cup was three quarters of the way filled with whiskey, uh, you can't fill it all the way up with water. You can top it off, but you can't fill it all the way up with water. So uh, it's the same idea. It, you, your body, your mind is full or it is partially, um, um, is holding on to or has in it um, um, a partial resonant. Maybe that's a good way to say it. There's something that's taking up um, space that needs to be gotten rid of, that needs to be addressed, dealt with, and then gotten rid of. Ways that this can, can uh, manifest itself, that we see this uh, coming to fruition, um, emotional baggage that is, is um, anxiety, depression, anger, fits of sadness. Um, I, I was saying that I was on the phone with, or I was on a call with a client earlier and we were talking and during our, our discussion, we were talking about sales and about uh, growth and engaging with people. And I started talking about confidence and I could tell that when I started talking about that, uh, their demeanor changed. And before long, they, they started to, uh, to tear up a little bit. And I realized that there was still trauma from the past and, and we ended up talking about that. And sure enough, there was. And that was causing um, sadness, continued sadness, other things too, which I'm going to get to in a minute, but definitely, um, um, just sadness. If you've been hurt, if somebody has physically or emotionally hurt you, oftentimes we are angry, rightfully so. And so therefore we lash out with anger now that is irrelevant to the anger we felt in the past, but it's just a redirection of that anger. It's interesting. Um, uh, I was just watching the Chris Rock Netflix special last night, which was 92% uh, really funny. Uh, there were a few things personally that um, I know it's comedy, but there's just certain topics and things that I just, I don't jive with. But for the most part, it was hilarious. Uh, I totally recommend it to people. Just be prepared. It's, it's pretty gnarly. Um, but uh, in it, he talks a lot about selective outrage, I think is what he says, uh, specifically in his in, in his interaction with Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith chose to, to 
take his rage and anger out on Chris Rock, though it was really directed at his wife, um, who had rubbed uh, an affair in his face. And that was just the way that he took it out or, or let it out, but only a little bit. It's still going to be there until he just owns it and deals with it. So anyway, emotional baggage, that's one way that uh, we will struggle to be um, all of ourselves and produce all that uh, that um, we have the potential to because we're dealing with emotional baggage. And my encouragement to you, if, if that's you, is you're going to have to, um, uh, there's two things I think. Number one is a lot of self-care. Um, don't glaze over it. Deal with it. Sit in it. Pray about it. Take it to the Lord. Um, that's actually, that would be my tip over everything is to take it to the Lord, to pray to seek him. Um, but outside of that, take care of yourself. Um, be okay with not being okay at times. Don't, don't live in that, but don't shame yourself or guilt yourself because you still feel upset about something that happened 20 years ago, especially if you've never really dealt with it. And then beyond that, seek some kind of professional help uh, from a therapist, from a coach, from somebody that can work through those things with you. I mean, one of the things that I was able to do for my client, and I do for a lot of my clients, is to sit and listen and to hear what they say and reflect back to them the things that I hear them saying. And then based upon what I know about them, to provide some observation about what I really believe, um, what I, how, how I really see them, and then to, to allow them to hear that truth penetrate through the hurt that they have. Though the hurt is true, the lies that they're telling themselves as the result are not. Which brings me to my second my, my second um, uh, area. So when I think about this hindrance to success um, from past wound, from past hurt, I, I think that this often um, shows itself uh, through negative self-talk. Uh, this holds us back so often from achieving goals, from achieving the things that we set out to achieve. Uh, this is that inner dialogue, right? You're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not handsome enough. You don't have uh, enough of what it takes. You're never going to amount to enough. You're never going to be like that person. Um, you get it. I know that many of you have that voice inside your head right now. I do too. Not right at the moment, but it lingers a lot. And it rears its ugly head a lot. Every time that um, I... Um, um, I'll, I'll give more, a more kind of like... May sound silly, even though it's really actually a big deal. Uh, to me, example. So um, I work hard in the gym. Uh, I sweat, especially during the summer, sweat, just my shirts get soaked. And so I'll often pull them off. It's like, it's just, I'm, I'm so over just being that drenched in sweat. But every time I do, one of the first things that come to my mind, even in the midst of suffering during a workout is, what do people think about the way I look with my shirt off? It's just like, it always comes to mind because I'm comparing myself to other people because I know I'm not where I could be. Um, so that inner dialogue, that inner monologue is just so, so destructive. Where did that come from? Well, again, it could have come from somebody telling you that. I mean, nobody's ever 
maybe when I was little. Like I don't really recall anybody ever telling me that I was ugly. Um, but you know what's interesting for me, I think, is um, with guys, this happens a lot where guys will uh, trash talk other guys and um, sometimes in fun, sometimes not. And in in me hearing guys trash talk other guys about the way they look or how they perform in the gym or whatever, immediately coming to like, I don't participate in that at all anymore. I try not to even participate in the playful stuff because it's just so destructive, but definitely not in the hurtful stuff. And yet when I hear it, um, the thing that comes to mind first is if they're tearing down that person because of that, then what must, must they think about me? Because I don't look like that or I don't do as good as they do. It is so destructive when I consider all the ways in which we have been hurt and what that does to the image of ourselves. Um, we, that, that doubt as, as strong as we can try to come across, as confident as we can try to come across, when we have not dealt with that past hurt, it could have been not being picked for a team. When we don't deal with that, when we don't own it and address it, and we just try to glaze over it, it will always be there. In many ways, it almost will always be there anyway because of the society that we live in. As much as society lies to you telling you that you should be happy with who you are, it's a load of crap because society at the same time is telling you that you have to be a certain way. And, and that can fit into so many different categories. But that negative self-talk, like it, it'll destroy you. It's destroyed me in the past. And it hinders my ability to show up and perform at the best level that I can, which hinders my ability to be able to achieve the success that I desire. Um, so what to do? This one is definitely going to involve seeking outside wisdom. Um, you can talk positively to yourself, which I encourage you to do. Anytime that a lie comes into your head, call it just that and try to speak the truth to yourself. But this one gets so twisted up that I believe it takes outside objectivity. First and foremost, um, I'm just gonna point back to number one, uh, the number one solution, uh, which was the number one solution to the last one. Um, the only truth that you will ever hear about you, full truth, is by sticking your nose in the Bible. What God says about you is true, and he's the only one that's completely true about who you are. Um, outside of that, um, you will need some objectivity. A spouse or a friend can be good, but sometimes they love us so much that they're, they're only wanting to tell us the really good stuff. Or they get angry with us and they're only tearing us down. So this is why seeking professional help is so beneficial. Um, hopefully they have your best interest at heart, but, but your best interest re requires them to be honest. So again, back to my conversation with my client, um, I just looked at him and said, like, here's how I see you. Working with you for the last nine months, here's how I see you. Here's where I see your strengths are. 
Here's why I believe you can be successful. Here's why I believe the lies that you're telling yourself because of the lies that were told to you by somebody else can be squashed. But you've got to wrestle through them. Don't ignore them. Don't feel sorry for yourself, but at the same time, don't feel sorry feeling sorry for yourself. Accept it. Accept that it happened. And then work through it. You've got to be able to do that. So that's number two. And then number three, um, when I think about um, the types of past hurt that hinder our, hinder our ability to be successful, right? Success, achieving an outcome that we set out to achieve, um, whether that's professionally or personally or whatever, um, what often hinders us uh, in, in terms of past hurt is uh, it creates this fear of failure. So um, our fear of failure is what prevents us from stepping into the unknown um, or what we think the known to be. We create this outcome in our mind that's often not true because of what's happened to us in the past. Or maybe um, like in sales or in, in entrepreneurship where you're selling, um, success rates are very low. Uh, you will get told no in sales far more than you get told yes. Um, I heard this great quote about that just as an aside. Um, I was watching that Netflix documentary. Gosh, a lot of Netflix reference. They should be sponsoring this podcast. Um, but uh, the Netflix documentary Full Swing on the PGA and one of the tour players said, um, winners are failures that never quit. And I love that. So I definitely think that um, part of the way that we get over failure is just continuing to try. And as we do, we will eventually produce the outcomes we desire. But um, other times, we just need to realize that we are going to fail, and it's okay. Whether we win later on or not, and we want to learn from our failures, we want to grow from our failures, but um, like, just don't be afraid to fail. You are because you've been told in the past that you are a failure, because maybe you have failed in a way previously that you had set up to be the ultimate accomplishment. And because you came up short, now you feel fear ever putting yourself at risk again. Um, one of the things that, um, like th this, this is big for me. Um, and, and this pendulum swings both ways as it relates to the fear of failure in, in my life. So I had an epic failure. Uh, in 2013, uh, just about 10 years ago, I've shared this before, we lost um, just about everything, including the house that we bought when we got married and raised our children in uh, because of a lot of poor financial decisions coupled with uh, the crash in 2008 that finally caught up to us in 2013. Um, there was just a lot of a lot of things that happened. So... Um, for, for quite a few years, um, I was so afraid of failing like that again. And that um, hindered my ability from pursuing future success. 
Also, because I had mismanaged a lot of money in the process, I feared losing it all over again. And so therefore, I just wasn't even trying to achieve financial success. Um, I finally came through the wisdom of, uh, of somebody else to realize that I didn't have to fear that. I just needed to trust that the places that God put me in were the places he intended me to be. And therefore, I just had to step in with the confidence to do the best I possibly could and trust God with the results. I mean, I have no control over whether or not somebody buys a product from me, signs up for coaching with me. I can influence them, but I can't control whether they say yes or no. And so I detaching myself from the outcome a lot of times helped me to not fear that failure as much anymore. Um, but if you had an epic relationship failure, that that's going to cause you to fear another one. You may put unrealistic expectations on your spouse or, or your new relationship. You may not give them all of yourself because you're afraid to go all in again because of the potential of it failing again. You may have failed in a business previously, and so you're afraid to ever do that again. You're afraid to ask for a promotion because you didn't get the last one. We cannot live our lives in fear of the unknown. Even if the chances are near 100% that we're going to fail, if we feel called to step in, step into the arena. The way that we will get over that fear of failure is kind of a threefold thing. I think three probably uh, are helpful here. So one is, again, as I've said with the other, uh, the other issues, is what caused you to fear, fear failure in the first place? What were those past wounds and hurts um, that led you to this place? Go back, sit with those, understand why you feel the way that you do, and walk through them in a healthy manner. So that's one. Two, um, as, as many people have given the advice, I do believe there's a lot of wisdom in reframing that failure. Um, or, or, or your future failures, uh, I should say. So reframing failure is an opportunity to learn and grow. If you fail, learn from it, figure out how to get better and apply that to the next effort. Um, my uh, now good buddy that I referenced earlier, John Reed, uh, uh, one of the, uh, C or the CEO of Boss Cat uh, and uh, 10 uh, sushi uh, as well. Um, he uh, Following him along last year, uh, he tried to accomplish this crazy feat. I think it's called the 29029 Everest Challenge. And it's just this gnarly endurance um, uh, climb in which you make multiple passes up this super steep mountain um, over and over again. Um, and in order to, to get a certain uh, number of feet of elevation, I think it's 29,000, 29 feet. I'm not positive. Um, but last year, man, dude, this guy is one of the grittiest dudes I know. I mean, there is just no quit in him. Uh, he will try and try and try and try and try again. And he finally had to pull the plug. He finally had to quit. Uh, on 
the last time he attempted. And I know he was disappointed. He said that he was disappointed. But he wasn't ready to give up. And he committed. As he quit that attempt, he committed to getting back at it next year. He's training all over again. He's taking his training more seriously. He wasn't able to do that as much. He was also living a much busier life last year. He has some more space to be able to do it. I'm sure he's going to pay more attention to his nutrition and more attention to his equipment. So he's learning from his failure, and he will use that as an opportunity to grow moving forward. And if I know John, he is going to dominate that challenge this year. And I cannot wait to celebrate with him. Uh, and sometimes the victory is sweeter when we've failed previously. So reframe failure as an opportunity to learn. Um, and then finally, just make sure, uh, and, and I've talked about this enough that I'll just lightly touch on this, but um, if you fear failure, one of the things you may want to think about is how you're setting goals and the types of goals you're setting. Because oftentimes we set ourselves up for failure um, in, in ways that we don't need to. So uh, just think about setting different goals or, or differently setting the goals that you set for yourself. Um, all in all, again, though, you're going to have to work through whatever it is that's causing that fear of failure in the first place, which is oftentimes and very likely is some kind of past wound or hurt. So again, just as a reminder, when we talk about... Um, a desire to succeed, or, or when we have a desire to succeed, I should say. So when we have a desire to succeed and we are looking to figure out how we best set ourselves up for that, do not overlook the fact that past hurt could be part of the reason why you will not succeed in the manner that you desire. And that could be showing itself, again, as emotional baggage that you are carrying now in negative self-talk and or fear of failure. There's definitely other ways that it plays itself out, but those are three pretty common ones that I see. My encouragement to you is to take action, to seek outside counsel, to talk to somebody else about what it is that's going on. Don't hide those things. Don't bury those things. There's nothing cool or strong about you burying past hurt. It's doing no good for you. There are people out there that are willing and able to help you work through whatever it is you're dealing with to get to the places that you want to go. So episode 200 was not the celebration that I hoped it would be because I really wanted Michelle by my side, but I feel like this is a super helpful discussion to have. So I'm thankful that I had the interaction with my client that I did today because it really just kind of stirred these things up in me. Uh, I'm done finishing my little sips of bourbon here. Uh, I'm done for the day, done for the night. I can't wait to head home and see my wife, to bring her some food, to take care of her for the night. Uh, to all you out there, thank you again so much. 200 episodes. Man, if you have been here since day one, you are incredible. And I wish I could figure out a way to track that so I could give you a big hug and a gift. Um, but I can't. But if you've listened this far, uh, I am going to give a couple of gifts away. So if you are listening right now, uh, and this won't be shared as it's an independent clip. You've had to listen to this point in the podcast. If you are listening right now, I want to gift you um, 
uh, a an audible uh, book. Um, I've got a couple in mind that I've read over the last year uh, that I think are fantastic. And so I want to gift you an audible book. You're not going to know what it is. Uh, you are just it's just going to potentially show up um, in your inbox uh, from me. So if you've listened this far, if you want to put your name into the hat to win an audible book, uh, then email Ryan at Ryan James Miller right now as you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this. And here's what I want from you. Definitely want to know that you want to you want to um, throw your hat into the ring for a book. Um, but in addition to that, I want you just to share with me um, one exciting victory uh, that you have seen in your own life over the last year? What's one thing that you're proud to have accomplished? One victory this last year, we're a couple months into the new year. So what's one thing this 2023 year that you are proud to have accomplished? One victory that you've celebrated. So share that with me along with the fact that you want a book, email it to ryan at ryanjamesmiller.com. I'm gonna give a couple of copies of some of my favorite books from the last year away. Thank you guys so much. I love you. I literally love, love, love you for supporting me, for being on this journey with me. Cannot wait for the next episode of Authentic Conversations. More great guests, more great topics, so much more of what I believe is gonna be helpful for you and I becoming the best version of the men and women that God has created us to be. Thank you so much. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Authentic Conversations. If you are ready to live the life you've dreamed of, I'm here to help. Head to ryanjamesmiller.com slash podcast to begin your journey. And if this episode impacted you in any way, pay it forward by sharing it with someone you know. I'm Ryan James Miller, and I'll see you next time on Authentic Conversations.